This episode of the Consulting Pipeline podcast is brought to you by Josh Duty, expert salary coach for software developers. One of the interesting things about software developers that I've noticed, uh, those who are actually those who are self-employed and those who are not self-employed, is that there's a lot of upper headroom available to you to charge more for your services. So I'm speaking specifically now to those who might work a full-time job and who are not self-employed. You in particular are operating in an environment where you produce a lot of value and getting compensated appropriately for that value is uh, often kind kind of a mystery. Your expertise is software code and making things happen with software. Your expertise is not uh, negotiating the best possible salary that you could get. However, <laughs> I want to tell you about a secret weapon that you could use to make that happen. That secret weapon is uh, actually my guest on today's podcast, Josh Duty. So a little later in this episode, you'll hear me interviewing Josh about some changes he's made to his business in terms of positioning. But what I want you to know right now is that Josh would be a great asset to you if you're in the situation where you're leaving money on the table. Uh, that's pretty much most um, software engineers who work some kind of full-time job. And if you're leaving money on the table, I'd really recommend that you check out Josh's website, fearlesssalarynegotiation.com, because there's a bunch of free resources there, number one, that you can use to educate yourself about be- becoming better at salary negotiation. And there's also a way to hire Josh to kind of coach you behind the scenes on your next salary negotiation, which could happen just at an annual review. It could happen on your own timetable when you decide to approach uh, management about getting a better uh, better compensation or a better match between the value you produce and the compensation you receive. And it could, it could happen next time you change jobs. So again, check out fearlesssalarynegotiation.com for something that could be your secret weapon in becoming more generously compensated for your contribution of value to your employer. Hey, Josh. Hey, Philip. How you doing? Pretty good. How are you? Good. So for the folks at home, this is Josh Duty, a uh, colleague and friend of mine. And um, Josh was slacking with me earlier today, and he, I was like, I, I don't know. We were talking about sales numbers for his business and he said something that made me raise my eyebrows and I was like, Hey, can I interview you right now <laughs> for the consulting pipeline podcast? <laughs> he agreed. So here we are. Um, so let's give some context for the folks at home, Josh. Uh, why don't you kind of just briefly describe what your business is like? Sure. So I'm a salary negotiation coach. Uh, I, uh, We'll talk about this more in a minute, I think, but I work with software developers uh, to get more high-quality job offers and negotiate higher starting salaries. Um, and so that looks at a few different ways, but mostly software developers come to me uh, when they are um, usually somewhere early in the interview process. They're anticipating a job offer in the next two to four weeks, and I will work with them um, to maximize the job offer that they get through their own use of positioning, so sort of a meta use of positioning there. And then once they get the offer, I work with them. Um, essentially, behind the scenes, I negotiate the offer for them um, by writing um, scripts for them to use and email templates and and all that good stuff so that essentially I'm negotiating their offer uh, using them as a vessel. Awesome. Okay, so 
The part that changed about, what are we talking, maybe a month ago or three weeks ago, was who specifically you're focused on. Can you, can you right. talk about that a little bit? Yeah. So I would say kind of actually two, there were two layers to this. One of them was a, a, a higher level layer, which was, um, and this is almost exactly a month ago, let's, let's call it five weeks, um, was I need to focus on positioning myself as a salary negotiation coach. Um, whereas before, uh, I was actually uh, sort of upside down on that, where I was focused on uh, this all began with me sort of coaching people to to learn the process well enough that I could write a book that people could use to negotiate their own salaries. Mm-hmm. And so for a while, um, that was my business. And that's what I sold was my book. Um, and then also I would coach people. So I'd say, well, you can buy the book or I can do it for you. Right. Right. And so talking with you and a few other people, I realized I needed to flip that on its head so that my strategy instead was. I'm a salary negotiation coach. I've got enough data points. I've got, um, you know, a lot of logos for companies that I've negotiated against, uh, again, for my clients. And so I needed to flip it upside down. So now I'm a salary negotiation coach. And if you don't want to work with me or can't afford to work with me, you can also buy my book and learn how I do it and implement those tactics and strategies for yourself. So that was sort of phase one at the mm-hmm. high level. I need to position myself as a salary negotiation coach. Um, then the second level was also, specifically for my coaching offering, I'm going to specifically focus on software developers. So now I'm a salary negotiation coach who coaches software developers to get more high quality job offers and negotiate higher starting salaries. Okay. What was the market focus before that? So you, the business model was a bit different before that in terms, you, you thought of yourself as sort of an info products business or just a products business that did some coaching on the side. You flipped that. Um, mm-hmm. Who was the sort of mark, target market focus before you made the the narrowing down to software developers? Uh, it was super broad. It was basically you know W two employees. Okay, um, and you could narrow it maybe to you know W two employees fifty thousand dollars and above or something like that. But it was very very broad. One of those sort of classic positioning like oh I'm just going to go for this huge enormous market of you know full time employees in the U S or, or whatever. So it's it very broad. Why did, okay, why did you pick software developers? Well, I think they sort of picked me. Um, so the, I, I started <clears throat> that way and I found that, especially with the coaching, so uh, I think I had, I've had the most sort of responses and interest from software developers over time. So mm-hmm. doing, you know, podcast outreach and guest blogging and, you know, hitting number one a couple times on Hacker News and stuff. It seems like software developers, I resonate with them because I am a developer. I have a computer engineering background. Um, I work with them well. I think they also recognize pretty quickly that, oh, wow, I, I'm probably underpaid. So mm-hmm. I just sort of kept finding that every time I booked a coaching client, happened to be a software developer. And then again, a software developer over and over again. And so it was more sort of just not so much that I chose a market went after it, it is I acknowledged that, you know what, my market is software developers. <laughs> That's who I help. <laughs> That's who finds me. That's who seeks me out. So I might as well, you know, um, hang my shingle out that says for software developers. So they know for sure that they found the right person. Okay. So, uh, let's talk a little bit tactically. How did you execute this change? Like, um, for uh, folks at home, maybe could use the internet archive way back machine to look at a previous snapshot of your, your online presence. Right. And they would, what would they see if they went back, uh, let's say three months from or two or three months from where we are now? Uh, which, which, by the way, is uh, June 29th. June 29th, 2017. Um, end of Q2, halfway through the year. Very exciting. 
Um, <laughs> so let's, yeah, let's say they go back three months. So first of all, I should say, I don't think we've said the name of my, my business, but my site is fearlesssalarynegotiation.com. My book is called Fearless Salary Negotiation. So that's kind of my, that's my brand uh, sure. around salary negotiation. So sure. if they were to go to fearlesssalarynegotiation.com, um, let's say three months ago, they would have found lots of great articles on interviewing and negotiating, uh, how to get raises. Um, they would have mostly just sort of stumbled into a part of the site, most likely from Google. I get a lot of Google traffic onto an email template they could use to send a counteroffer or um, a guide on how to avoid disclosing your uh, salary requirements during the interview process or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I would have, you know, offered them uh, a lead magnet, some free email templates or an interview cheat sheet or something to get them onto my mailing list. And then once they were on my mailing list, I would tell them about my book. Uh, I would, you know, continue to educate them, share stories with them try to make sure that things stuck in terms of the way I deliver the messages in education. And then I said, by the way, I wrote a book and my book could help you interview better or negotiate your salary and, mm-hmm. you know, consider buying it. Uh, so that was it. Also, occasionally I would say, by the way, I'm a coach. And if you want to work with me, here's where you can learn about coaching. So let's say that they said, I am interested in that. And they click the link to go to my, you know, slash coach page. Mm-hmm. They would have seen a coaching offering for, you know, you have a job offer and negotiating is challenging and, uh, I can help you negotiate, and here's how much it costs. Click here to apply. Um, uh, and so, again, you notice I didn't mention any particular type of person or income mm-hmm. level or anything. So that's how it was. And so they would have found coaching um, pretty indirectly and not intentionally. So let's fast forward to now. Yeah. If you hit my site now, uh, in my nav bar at the top of the screen, there's a button that says negotiating a job offer, question mark, get help with an arrow and a button, Right. Um, and so the first thing you'll see is, you know, almost every page on my site, if it's not a dedicated sales page or a dedicated page for opting into a free offering, uh, has at least a cursory thing that says, I will help you negotiate your salary. It doesn't necessarily mention software developers right now. Um, because, uh, you know, (laughs) because, uh, uh, viewports and media widths and Uh (laughs) anyway, um, so then I'm, I'm directing a lot of traffic just to my coaching page already, um, that way. And so once they hit that coaching page, so now you notice they didn't have to opt into anything. They're not on my mailing list necessarily. They hit my site looking for something around salary negotiation or interviewing. And I immediately said, I can help you negotiate the job offer that you have. Mm -hmm. So in that way, I'm sort of positioning for people who have job offers and sort of, you know, filtering out other people who are not interested in that. So they won't even click the button mm-hmm. when they show up on my coach page. Now they'll see, you know, the headline. I'm going to pull this up uh, so I don't mess it up. But uh, well, my current my current headline is software developers, colon. <laughs> so I'm talking to software developers. Right. Uh, improve your job offer by an average of fifteen thousand seven hundred and seventy three dollars with expert salary negotiation coaching. Um, and so now, you know. Some group of people, not necessarily developers, have said, I have a job offer, and they click it, and they go through, and they see that headline, and then the page is written with uh, a focus on software developers. Um, It breaks down my offering into uh, pricing tiers based on the amount of the job offer that they've gotten, which are sort of uh, software developer-type ranges of salaries, if that Mm -hmm. makes sense. Um, And then prominent, you know, click here to apply for a free 15-minute call. And so I've switched from just apply to I'm offering a free 15 minute call. And there are case, a couple of case studies and testimonials that are all from software developers on the page. So it's very software developer centric once they get there. Okay. Um, Okay. So some copy changes, some uh, sort of accentuating, I'm trying to summarize here what you said. So uh, sort of accentuating the coaching offer 
making that yes. the the real goal of moving people through the website um, and changing the language on your existing sales page to just speak more directly to software developers. Yes, and I, there was one more thing that I didn't mention, which was something that you specifically told me to do uh, when we were talking about this before, and that was, you know, I also changed my bio. So when it says, you know, who are you? Mm-hmm. I say, I'm Josh Duty, a professional salary negotiation coach, coach who helps software developers get more job offers and negotiate higher salaries. So I'm also describing myself as specifically a salary negotiation coach who helps software developers. And I've done that pretty much everywhere. So that's on-site and off-site. Mm-hmm. If I do a podcast, that's the bio that I give them. So that's another, I think, pretty significant change um, sure. that drives more people that are already in that mindset to my site. Got it. Okay, so um, was it scary to do this? What, 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 was the, what was your thought process and the sort of emotions that came up while you were making this change? So yes and no. Uh, this is something that you know I think I have known since sometime last year, so six months ago or so, that I should do this. Um, and I hesitated because I think of a little bit of like, well, gosh, if I narrow my market that much, what if they don't respond? So there was a little bit of fear there that, you know, what if I'm excluding somebody who's a, a web designer, you know, right. somebody who's even like adjacent to a software developer, but not quite. Um, you know, what if, what if they all just kind of wash over the site and they, they say, this is not for me. Um, but also on the flip side of it, I think I've heard you talk about this before uh, a number of times, but I was at the point, you know, last month where I just wasn't getting enough business. Right. Right. And so it, it was scary, but it was also kind of like, I really don't have much to lose here. Like I'm not exactly a wash in coaching clients right now. And so, you know, by doing this shift, who knows, maybe nothing happens. Things stay as they are fine it's hard to see things getting much worse and maybe they can get a whole lot better. And so, you know, that risk analysis sort of told me this is a pretty easy sort of gamble to take and something to, to test. So a little scared, but mostly just sort of, you know what, I probably waited too long to do this. I already pretty much knew I should do it. I'm going to do it and see what happens. Yeah. And just in terms of context for folks at home, um, starting a product business as they may, as you may or may not know, dear listener is, uh, I think something a lot of us aspire to, a lot of us in the world of professional services want to either diversify our income or augment it with um, products or perhaps make a wholesale shift to products. And it, it's uh, it's freaking not easy <laughs> to do. <laughs> Very hard. Uh, I mean, Josh, you're a regular at MicroConf, so you have access, I think, to you know the, the best uh, resources and the best support. So... Uh, it's it's not like your business is not working. It's just slow to grow a product business. And I think a lot of anybody who's ever tried it will tell you, yep, it's, it can be slow to grow. Um, so when you say, uh, you know, I was I didn't have much to lose, I think uh, just in terms of context for folks at home, I'm not trying to uh, rewrite what you said. I'm just adding context that I think you have a great business. It just it was it's a slow growing business and you needed things to happen a little faster. Was that fair to say? Uh, it's uh, well said. Um, okay. That's accurate. I mean, I think, you know, you said so many things that, that are 100 percent dead on. I don't want to repeat them all, but I think it is important. I'm not going to name drop here, but I do have access to people who are very generous with their time because of the microcom community and other communities that I'm part of. So I've got extremely intelligent and very experienced, successful people advising me and saying, you know what, you should focus on this or do that. Right. And it's still 
like pulling teeth to grow a product business. It's just really hard to consist. So, you know, I know people can do, I had a, you know, a six figure launch on my product. Um, but, and that happens sometimes, but the idea of, you know, building a product business and saying, I would like to make X number of dollars per month selling digital products to people is just a really difficult grind. Um, and it's where I would like to be. I would really like to, to have that kind of business. Um, but I also love working with people and coaching and, and that seems to be in the past month or two, I'm finding that's a much easier thing to do because you get one customer and now you're paying your mortgage or as opposed to, I need 50 customers to pay my mortgage if I'm trying to sell digital products. So yes, everything you said, yes. Yeah. And I don't think we need to go into this, but folks can, the folks at home can trust me that, you know, Josh's level of expertise with his core skill set in terms of helping people negotiate better salaries and not people, but specifically software developers who often have a lot more sort of margin of money they're leaving on the table. Like right now we're in, I think, a sort of bubble in terms of salaries for software developers. And so anyway, Josh's level of skills like world class. So he's not just some, you know, amateur who like tried this as a sideline. But I want to I want to move on to talk about results, Josh, if that's okay. So what results have you seen since, you know, five weeks ago, roughly uh, starting to make this change? And it's early on, I intend to try to reconnect with you every two, three months, and just kind of track your progress. Um, and talk about the consequences of this change in your business. Yeah. So I'll go backwards from what you said. I think it, I, I would love to check in every few months because I don't know what's going to happen. Um, and, and so when I describe my results, you'll kind of understand why I'm, I'm very cautiously optimistic that uh, something has changed in my business, but I've seen flashes in the pan before in my business and others. So I'm, you know, not skeptical, but you know, cautious. Right. Um, and, and rightly and so, so, by the way, I, I don't want to, I, re- I want to be real careful with the folks who are listening and not, I don't want you to get the sense that we're trying to say, oh, this is some miracle that, uh, you know, is easily replicatable. It's just when you do make a change in positioning and it's done right, the results are maybe not miraculous, but they're awesome. Uh, but also I just, the rest of the reason I want to reconnect with Josh periodically on this podcast is, is so you can kind of follow his story and, and there may be some ups and downs or, or it may be hockey stick up to the, up and to the right. That's what we're hoping for. But the reality is uh, more nuanced than that. Anyway, go ahead, Josh. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And to that end, um, sort of to this point in my business, I'm, I'm not one of those sort of publicly transparent businesses. So I'm not going to give you nominal like revenue numbers and things, but I will do my best to kind of articulate the magnitude of the shift that I've seen over the past five weeks. Perfect. Um, and so kind of the headline is, um, as of this morning, and again, we're right at the end of the month. So I've got one more business day in the month, um, relative to my previous best month. Uh, and I've been at this for who, um, 18 months to 20 months or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, this month will be, let me do opening spotlight calculator. higher than my previous best month. Um, And those previous best month numbers are pretty clustered. Um, And so it's not like there was one outlier and I spiked that outlier. Mm -hmm. Um, But I had consistently occasionally gotten to a decent number that I was kind of happy with, but not amazed at um, over the past several months. Uh, And and this number is 70% above even the best of those numbers. And so this current number from the past five weeks since um, 
I refocused to say I'm a salary negotiation coach and then specifically rewrote copy and built uh, marketing collateral to say I'm a salary negotiation coach who helps software developers. Um, you know, I've seen a, a huge outlier in terms of revenue for my business. Okay. And so, you know, whether that will repeat next month, I don't know. Um, that's but, that's uh, really the critical question is whether it will uh, sus- at least sustain and hopefully continue to be uh, a growth path, right? That's right. And that's the goal, right? So that's, I, I think what I'm seeing is at least partially and maybe mostly attributable to specifically focusing on coaching, telling people, you know, like I said, hanging that shingle out that says salary negotiation coach who helps software developers. Um, that's driven in business. I think there's no question about that. And then the question, of course, will be, is it sustainable? Is it seasonal? And that kind of stuff. But um, I think this month, I'm trying to do the math. So I do kind of two kinds of coaching. One of them is, um, you know, sort of what I call like, um, full service done for you salary negotiation coaching, which is what I described earlier, which is where I essentially do everything for you behind the scenes. So it's as close as you'll get to having me negotiate your salary on your behalf. Um, and then for those of you uh, who like the movie Goodwill Hunting, if you can just picture Ben Affleck sitting in the chair saying retainer, uh, that's, that's, that's me, but maybe a little more tactful. Uh, and then I also offer, you know, strategy sessions. So you don't want to book me for the full service thing, but you can buy basically an hour of my time and my brain and I will, you know, just give you everything I can give you in an hour. Um, and so um, this month I booked, I think, three full service coaching engagements. My previous best was one. Um, and then I think I've also booked two or maybe three strategy sessions. And I think my previous best on that was one in a single month. Um, so, you know, multiples more business for all things that are coaching related. Nice. Um, and I did not see uh, a consummate spike in product sales. And so in other words, it's not that I got some sort of a huge home run, you know, marketing opportunity that drove just tons of traffic and everything multiplied only coaching multiplied. And that's where I focus. So yeah. I think, I think that speaks to, you know, hopefully the attribution possibilities there for the changes I've made. Yeah. And I mean, maybe triage is or is not the right word, but you were really focused on what's the lowest hanging fruit from a revenue perspective, which was to sell more coaching because of the the price tag. You sell one more book in a month and you're like, great, I pocketed 49 bucks or whatever, but you sell, um, you sell one more coaching slot and it, it, it makes a huge difference. That's right. That's right. Remind folks, Josh, where they can find out more if if this first if they just want to like be nosy or uh, curious and see what you're up to, or if in fact they did need your services, where should folks go? Yeah, so I, I encourage you to take a look at fearlesssalarynegotiation.com, which changes a lot. I mean, I tinker with the site a lot, and I'm a developer also, so I you know I'm messing with JavaScript and changing little things on the site and the way that things work. Um, so check out that, and you can also find me on Twitter. I'm at Josh Duty. Um, and so, you know, if you want to chat about this and business building and entrepreneurship or salary negotiation, um, find me, um, at Josh duty on Twitter and, you know, hit me up with a question. I'm pretty responsive. Josh, thanks again. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Philip. Great chatting. Bye.